Tron Jordheim. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And uh, we're going to talk more today about whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. And uh, check it out. And now for a quick break for a word from one of our sponsors. Thanks. And we can just visit. Okay. All right, we are recording. So I'm here with my friend Pam and I have Hawaii behind me pretend and she's in Hawaii for real. And so <laughs> it's, it's great to talk to you, Pam. It's always nice to see you, John. Yes. So I don't know how many people know who you are, but uh, well, um, my name is Pam Domang, and I am been in the storage business since uh, 2007. I'm on the board of the California Self Storage Association, and have and also at Curate, which you're a huge supporter. Thank you. And I love this industry. Yeah, it's it's been fun, and the the thing that uh, I always enjoy is just how generous you are with your time. Uh, with your efforts, with your contributions to some of the charity groups and, you know, the, the way you're always willing to help people and, you know, help them figure things out. And it's one of the wonderful things about the storage business is there's so many folks like you who are just generous and happy to help. And it's wonderful. You know, when we got into this business, um, I think we came from the polar opposite, from the car business, where nobody helps anybody and it's cutthroat. And, I was very fortunate to meet some people that helped me on my journey and helped us along the way and gave me some great advice and they're still there if I have a question. And so it's been a wonderful experience to be able to see new people come into the industry and be able to help them the way others helped me. Yeah, that's been great. And, and your involvement with the California Storage Association has been great. And I, I've always loved that association and they've, they've done so that's many things and, and so many wonderful people working there. So what are some of the things that uh, kind of stand out from your time helping the California Association? We're very proactive. We, and we always have been. As you know, we have a new director. Um, but I spent many years working with the, with the previous director. And, you know, when California is such a large state, when things happen, they usually start in California. So uh, we've had a few battles, a few cases, some legislative issues. And, you know, I'm proud to say that the association's worked very hard for its members and continues to do so with the new director. Yeah, and I, and I think the work you've done at the California Association has made the storage industry so much better everywhere because, you know, if something happens in California, everybody listens. You know, That's and, and it probably lists 27 things over the years that happened in California that helped everybody else. So that, that's been pretty tremendous, really. We always, uh, we have a joke that every chairman has its battle. So every time we have a new chairman, there's a new battle that year. So this right. year it's COVID. So, it, you know, something always, something's oh. always happening in California. That's for sure. That's crazy. And, uh, you know, you, you've always been a, a big support to us at the Hawaii Unconference, too. And uh, some people may not know, you've got a pretty deep and long connection in Hawaii. So that's kind of fun, too. We do. We were very fortunate to find out about a property out here back in 2016. Um, actually, it was a fluke. 
we, I came out to visit family and on my way to the airport to go see, um, or to go for vacation, uh, we ran by a property and found out that it was for sale. So we quickly did a handshake, called uh, the owner. He came down and met us on our way to the airport and kind of shook hands on it. And it's, uh, it's been a great property. I have ties to the island. My mother was born and raised here. Wonderful. And I love it. It's in my blood. That is so neat. I mean, that's, I know several people who have great self-storage vacation stories where they, you know, bumped into a deal or found something just because they were driving. Who else, who else, is, on, yeah, who else is on vacation and goes to look at storage facilities? I mean, <laughs> we're a unique breed for sure. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. Well, I know Hawaii has been a challenge for you doing all, during all this COVID nonsense. Uh, I know you were you were there before the lockdown started. And it has, yes. We we well, I was here and uh, got locked down, and so we made the I made the decision to stay, hoping that they would release the quarantine and I could go back and forth. Typically, I come out about once a month. Um, we did have a management company that didn't work well for us, and we're doing well on our own. So we kind of decided that you know if I come out and spend five six days here a month things are going great. Um, unfortunately, didn't plan on COVID. So I am sitting here day by day wondering what's going to happen and if they're going to release the quarantine and put us back on lockdown. Yeah, it's been a challenge. And I know for, for many businesses, COVID has been so difficult. And I think in many ways, we are fortunate in self-storage that we've been moving towards self-service and online everything and, and all of that for a number of years that for a lot of people, that transition wasn't too difficult early on, um, but but still, it, it poses so many challenges. And, and I'm sure there's unique challenges at your sites too. I mean, you're uh, are you in three states now with sites? We're, so that, we're in we're in two states, and I, you know, I look at properties in that third state, and I say, I don't know if I could do it right now. But we're in two states, and having to follow the directions of the governors in both states is challenging. I don't know how some of the larger companies are doing it. Every state, every county, every city has its own directives and they change constantly. And it's just in the beginning of the COVID crisis, it was almost a full-time job just to keep track of everything that was happening. Right. And things change every day. So, you know, anyone who's got more than a handful of sites, I mean, they're, they're, they're tracking a different set of rules probably for every site. Luckily, I'm only in two counties in California. Mm. Um, actually three, sorry, forgot about one of them, but they've, they've got a great system in that county and they actually are updating us constantly. So I do get information. The other two, I have to scout for information to find right. out what, you know, in the beginning, whether masks were required or not required and whether we were essential in that city and all of it took, it was a challenge. And these yeah. larger companies that have hundreds of stores in across the U S I don't know how they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be tough. Uh, and, and, and then they're dealing with some of these other issues, too, where I saw in Ontario, California, they were they, they passed a, uh, a regulation to stop all lien action. And, you know, other places have no evictions, but you can take the lien process through yeah. to eviction. And wow, that's a, a lot to digest. California has, I think it's five or six cities now that have a no lien moratorium, starting with LA, Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga. We've been following them closely. Luckily, I'm not operating in any of those. Good, good. Um, you know, we're trying to be 
we're trying to work with people. We don't want to sell anything, especially during this time. But most of the sales we've had were people who were past due prior to the COVID um, crisis. So, you know, at this, at some point you just have to be able to empty those units. Yeah. I mean, because what's, what's going to happen is you're going to get to hundred percent and 10% of your customers will be non-paying customers and you won't have room for new paying customers. That's right. And we have price gouging laws in California as well. So you can't raise rates. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of challenges we're dealing with and uh, you know, and and then by the time we get to the unconference in Hawaii in next October now, uh, I, I can really imagine the, you know, the scars everyone will have. I mean, hopefully everyone who goes will have, at least their family and friends will have survived this and, and been well. I mean, I, I know several people who've passed away and some people who were sick and just had some horribly scary days. So, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make light of it at all, but no. you know, it'll be fascinating to hear everybody's stories and what what we think the future is going to look like. Yeah, that's anybody's guess at this point. Um, I have a little bit of a different perspective being out here right now with their main, you know, the main, the economy is based on tourism and tourism is shut down. So businesses are shutting down. People are out of work. Unemployment's about 40%, 43%. And on top of that, they can't get unemployment checks out because there was, you know, an $80 million fraud going on so it's it's really scary what's happening and what can happen to an entire state in just a few months so we luckily haven't had it it hasn't affected a lot of our customers yet but i think we're still early i think it i think it will yeah it seems like you know we're very early on in this i mean i guess there was a time you know somewhere in may when everyone was feeling a little bit hopeful but but i don't know seems pretty early right now yeah we remember when we put things off for a month or two thinking it was all going to go away right yeah right. now we're coming up on september and there's no end in sight and it's, it's really frightening it is and i and you know when i talk to some of my consulting clients i don't really know what to tell them you know they're used to me saying hey let's do this or how about that or here's something yeah. that works Try you whatever. don't know. You don't know. You have the problem with the economy, the customers. Now you have the state or the city imposing obstacles to you running a business. Um, any county is susceptible to having an increase and they decide to go on a shutdown again, which we're looking at possibly here in Hawaii. So right. you, you just don't know. You don't know if you'll be allowed to operate. We were in most counties and cities, self-storage was allowed to operate because we do yes. support, in, many, in not all of them, but in most, we do support a lot of essential businesses. Now, the next time around, will that happen? We don't know. Right. And I, and I think that's absolutely true. We support so many essential businesses, but if it gets, you know, if it gets to a certain point, uh, it'll be a whole new set of rules again. So, you know, I'm just hoping that... Uh, you know, everyone's doing what they can and the, and the helpers, you know, all the researchers and the vaccine developers and the heads of health departments, I know they're peddling as fast as they can go and kind of, uh, you know, it's like they're cooking dinner on their bicycles, right? Making it up as yep. they go. But, uh, hopefully they'll get, continue to get support and, you know, we'll start to see some direction. 
Yeah, that's not a sh that's not a short term thing though either. I mean, would you take a vaccine that they just developed that they had on the market for three minutes? <laughs> uh, I would tell you, I would not be the first one in line. I, exactly. I mean, and I'm not nervous about flu shots or any of that, but I have to admit they're rushing this to the point where I'm thinking twice, like, would I just go out and right. let them give me a vaccine? I don't know. No, I mean, I am, I am absolutely going to get the vaccine at the right time, but uh, maybe not in the test round, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, I hope I hope there is something soon, or I hope they figure out what can help people. Maybe it's existing pharmaceuticals that we have, or, you know, I yeah. hope there's something, because I think our economy needs to get back to work. We've got to get back to people getting out and doing things. I'm very concerned about what I see with the schools going on. Yes. And the kids, and a whole new world yeah and right and there's so many effects that uh, you know kids are growing up with a very odd social socialization if i could say it right with mobile devices now but if they're gonna have no friends around because they can't be with friends i mean it's gonna be a whole different upbringing than what we would like it's gonna be strange I have a I have a friend from high school who's a teacher and she shared that uh, she had a situation on Zoom that turns out she teaches um, freshmen. Yeah. It's freshman English. And there were some people staying on the Zoom class after and turns out there was a couple girls that wanted to flirt with a boy on Zoom on her class. <laughs> so she was <laughs> laughing and said, this is the new world of flirting. <laughs> Well, they're trying to be normal, right? They're trying to have a normal life. Gosh. Oh. Yeah, now as a, as, a, I mean, as a high school kid, I would have been happy not to have to study for the SATs. I guess that's going away, but right. hey. <laughs> right, that's something. Or, you know, I wouldn't have had to get on the bus, so I, I might not have complained about that, so. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. Oh, man. Well, so what, what do you see in, in, in your operations right now? Are, are you finding some new and interesting things you hadn't thought about before? Um, we are, you know, we've, we've kind of been jumping on the mobile bandwagon for a while, but we are seeing that increase. We are using, um, you know, the store local website has been great. And so we are getting a lot of online rentals. We are getting a lot more people to sign up for online payments. You know, self-storage is interesting. You, know, you can be as mobile as you want, but there are people that still want to walk in your office every month, catch up, shoot the bull, sit down, talk to everybody to make their payment. Um, I have customers here in Hawaii that come back after they've moved out just to update my staff. Right. Just to so, check in, right? Yep. Just to check in, see how things are going. So that's been a transition for a lot of people. Um, we are not really seeing a ton of move in or outs, mm -hmm. but and our delinquencies are up a little bit. Uh, they actually weren't up too much for the first few months, but now we're starting to see with some of the prolonged periods of people being out of work. So I think we're gonna see delinquency issues creeping up and we're perfectly willing to work with anybody if they wanna work with us. Sure. Um, but I don't, you know, people still need storage. They still need, or they have it and they're not willing to get rid of it, so. That's a plus for us for the business. Well, and I and I think it's a plus for them too because if if we get to the point where we were in 
you know, 2008, 2009, when people were getting evicted and having to downsize and all that sort of thing, in that round of madness, people were able to keep most of their stuff because they had it in storage. So as things kind of recovered, you know, they, they didn't have to go spend $20,000 on furniture because they, they had their stuff still. So there's a value in that. I, I do think that we will see some of that in the next, oh, probably not in the next month or two, but perhaps after that. At some point, these landlords cannot keep, you know, so it's, it's the same with us. We can't just let somebody stay forever and not pay. And at some point, the landlords are going to have the same issue. By giving people a moratorium on rent, they're just not going to be able to catch up. So we're prolonging the inevitable. And I think that there will be mass evictions probably uh, somewhere towards the end of the year, which is horrible timing. But it right. just... You know, I, I see both sides of it. I, I see the people that are out of work, but I also think there are jobs out there. And I think there are some people that are paid more not right now not to work. Um, and I, and I, you know, we have a tenant, we have a small little shop attached to one of our storages. Mm -hmm. um, she's made, she got them, she got unemployment and she got her rent, but she decided to travel with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead of pay, I mean, instead of paying her rent for this shop, she decided to go, you know, travel through California and yeah. spend, spend a month on the road. And there's a lot of poor decisions like that. I don't think people are really ready for what's going to happen. And so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. And, uh, you know, in the past, whenever things have been kind of gnarly like that, people have needed self-storage. So I, I think... You know, we're going to be less worse off than, I don't know, name a business. Uh, there's probably a lot of them that are going to have a hard time because... The mom and pop bookstore that's not allowed to open up. Yes, yes. Yep. Or the restaurants that, you yep. know, again, they just, they can't make it on to go, you know. Yeah, or they're small enough that they can't, six, you know, they, they can't do a 30% occupancy or whatever's required in that county and still survive. Right. Uh, it's it's really sad. I mean, I have a friend who he's an insurance agent. And he insures a restaurant. And the restaurant spent twenty seven thousand dollars on produce for the opening for opening, and yeah. was forced to shut again. Oof. So that kind of stuff is going on all over. How many more hits can those restaurants take? I mean, it's just yeah, not not many. I mean, I. I I guess I was pretty concerned early on because a couple of big chains in our town shut down within like the first week of the lockdown. I thought, my gosh, they're cutting and running this early. There's either they're running a terrible business or they know something we don't know. And it's probably not the first one. Well, it's probably smart because, you know, I talked to a few people out here that have restaurants and operating at a loss with to-go orders is worse than you know you're bringing people back you still got to have the employees back and all of that and, and new procedures and it's almost better to shut the doors and not have that cash going out yeah so, yeah so that's a lot of tough decisions are going to continue to be made so we'll we'll see what happens with all that yeah i hope everybody supports their local businesses because that they need it they need it more than walmart and target they the local small shops need everybody's support if they want to, if you want them to stay in business. Yeah, I know that's what that's what we're doing is we're trying to support the folks we know in town and 
we know a lot of people in town who have completely changed their spending habits and you know they're, they're tipping local businesses now who used to never even get tips because they they just know you know we, we got to keep the local people going yeah yeah i know and a few places out here open i i, I tipped very well and was very appreciative that they opened their doors and you know i do believe that most of those businesses can open safely and do and take precautions they don't i don't think they need to be closed i think they can operate safely but it's going to take the community to support them and to keep to keep supporting them to get yeah. through this well it's going to be tough it's it's going to be tough so well, I sure appreciate you spending some time and sharing some of your insights. And uh, sorry, you know, we're not doing it on the Big Island. <laughs> yes, hopefully we'll. Well, we will see you on the Big Island. On, you know, unless a year and a half isn't enough time to get it together, we'll see. So. Well, hopefully, I think we. I I'm planning on it, and I've got a few people that have committed to coming. So. Yeah, we'll be there. It, it's it's going to be something else to to really regroup the tribe and, and see what we can do. And, and at the same time, you know, make sure to raise some money for our friends at Curate who are doing Absolutely. such great work. And they're still working through the pandemic. And so- And you know, that's a good point. Remember that um, few charities that they support, you know, they're having a tough time too. They're not able, we're not able to hold any of our events this year. Uh, we've had to postpone them. It's people just don't have the disposable income that they did a year ago. So, you know, it's a right. tough time. If you can help somebody out, all donations accepted, whatever your local charity is. Yeah, and it's tough on, on the charities because they, they may get support from other places, but the 25 or $50 or $5 a month they get from people really keeps them going. And they're all working on, you know, so many yep. great projects. So you yeah, gotta keep- well, Here's, here's to 2021. <laughs> here's to 21. That's right. Well, say hello to Jack for me. I'm so glad you had some time. Uh, and, you know, hopefully you'll be able to go to the beach soon. That's my wish for you. So I'm hopefully. hoping that they open up. Yes, it's really tough looking at it, not being able to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take care. Uh, well, so how can people find you if, if someone wants to ask you about what's going on at the California Association? Oh. Or Get some, My, get some I'm fun. on the uh, I'm on the California website, um, the As Storage Association website, or email me at uh, Pam at Storage Solution, no S on the end dot com, and I'm happy to answer any questions or anybody has needs advice on something. And if I can't help them, I will find somebody who can. Well, thank you so much. It's been great visiting with you, and aloha. Take care. Aloha, mahalo. Uh, And now for a quick break for a word from one of our sponsors. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. You can find me at jordheimconsulting.com. That's jordheimconsulting.com. Or if you're in the self-storage business, go to selfstoragestrategies.com selfstoragestrategies.com. And if you'd like to join me for a fantastic networking week in Hawaii with some of my self-storage friends, go to hawaiiunconference.com. That's hawaiiunconference.com.